Luke's just done a sneeze. Episode 166 of the Luke and Pete Show. I'm the sneezy boy they call Julian Assange, and that man there opposite me is Julian Assange. Yeah, I think I need a hoover in here. I don't think I've hoovered in here for a while. Is that what's making me sneeze? Yeah, I think so. I'm yeah. very uh, I'm very particular to a bit of dust, so every time I do a voiceover in a hermetically sealed box, voiceover box booth, um, where people, I, I always sort of see cleaners, they sort of think that they can't go in and hoover because it's, um, not not they don't want to, they just think, oh, that looks like a bit important, I best not go in there. Yeah. And you end up with a very dusty room. Would you like to be buried in this room? <laughs> not really, no, it's very dusty for one. We've both well, died. I bring, we've, I bring my own, we've died in here a few times. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll bring my own hoover. Let's talk about dust. 90% about, of dust is dead cleaners. human skin. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. According to Malcolm Tucker in the thick of it. Uh, is it? Okay. That's what he says, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, you, it, you know 90% just... of, of dust is dead human skin. That's what you are to me. Give yourself a, if you give your, because you've got quite, quite a little, uh, you've got a little beard, a little nascent oh, beard. Like if you your gave your beard. little face a bit of rub, I reckon you'd release so many little spores. It would just catch the light. Anything? Should I do it in front of the light? Achoo! Let's do it in front of the light. I'll do it in front of the rub light. Rub your little now. face. All right, let me get it. Rub your little bit. face real hard. Right in front of the spotlight. Yeah. I can see a little bit, yeah, they're flying all over the place. Oh, there we go. Little, little moo spores all disgusting. over Disgusting. Dis- Your behaviour last night was disgusting. Yeah. Is it nascent or nascent? Because I heard you and someone else say nascent this last couple of days, but I've been saying nascent. I think it's nascent. Shit, I should oh, know that. shit, son. I had a problem Never with criticise someone for saying something, saying a fancy word incorrectly because it just means they've read it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had a prob- same problem with outlier, which I was calling outlier for a number of years, but there we go. It's an outlier. It's because I'm autodidactic, Pete. It's a bit like, um, it's autodidactic. <laughs> it's is, an, it? Yeah, I <laughs> is it really? Uh, no, I think it might be, actually. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? You alright? Pretty good. Why are you, like, ask, you asking me how I'm doing? Because uh, I want to tell you how I'm doing. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing alright. How are you doing? You. I'm doing alright. I saw two um, scooter men having a fight. Did you? Uh, I, I saw two scooter men fight, having a fight in Soho, and there was some, but they were like bombing it up um, Berwick Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, on scooters, um, but they were like sort of like pushing each other while they were going. It was like oh, road... so they were actually doing like road rush. Yeah, it was like road rush. It was like really slow road rush. <laughs> it was very exciting. And um, well, did anyone hurt themselves? No, they just sort of like they they they, they realised that pushing each other on moving scooters is probably a foolish thing to do, and they just got on with their deliveries. Quite frankly, can you name the uh, companies they were working for? Uh, no, because neither of them were Addison Lee, and so they're therefore instantly forgettable. Oh, so they weren't like delivery or. No, like no, no, no. They were, they were couriers. Yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah, couriers can be very aggressive, particularly the cyclist couriers. The cyclist couriers, yeah, they got to go with, with their big old piston um, uh, thighs. Yeah, and their the old piston thighs. Weird brand of bag. Always <laughs> got the same kind of waterproof bag thing. Henty's, Henty's a good uh, cycling brand. Um, any interest in the new royal baby, Pete? The new arrival in the royal family? Uh, oh, I tweeted some things, got fired. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. Um, I'd never fire you. It was, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's it called? Charlie or something? Oh, I can't remember now. Archie. Archie. Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Gets very posh near the end, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's a real kind of, it's a real ski jump of a... <laughs> you notice that a lot of football, young football players have got double-barreled surnames now. Yeah. I was I was successfully able to do a baffling quiz on the radio, mm. which was 19th century um, peer or <laughs> current youth team footballer in the Premier League. Oh, that's a good idea. It's that's absolutely nice. impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible to know. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 mean, I won't rehash it here because that would be probably no. a little bit lazy. But you, 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 there are a lot of footballers who've got double-barreled names now. But um, as the firstborn son of a duke, Archie could have become Earl of Dumbarton. You can't give an Earl. Oh. To a newborn baby can't be an Earl. It sounds weird. Dunbarton's lovely. Yeah. I like and, that a lot. Um, or he could have been Lord Archie Mountbatten-Windsor, but instead he'll simply be Master Archie Mountbatten-Windsor. Yeah, I was genuinely trying to figure out what his name would actually be. But um, yeah, the, the Mountbatten-Windsor is... Uh... It's a hefty old uh, chunky middle name, isn't it? Prince Harry said, um, this is an actual quote from Prince Harry. It's great parenting. Fucking isn't... hell! <laughs> I've seen everything! It's... I've been to war! He says, uh, it's great, parenting is amazing. Not even two days, mate. <laughs> it's not even two You've days. never done any parenting. Don't be rude. He's, at least after... he's done two days. I look after my niece all the time. Thank two you days. You, you two look... days with the new baby. You ever looked after your niece? Uh, yeah. I've, I do this little thing where she grabs the uh, wooden duck that my mum's got and I go, quack, quack. And if that's not parenting, I don't know what is. If that's wrong, I don't want to be right. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have any really interest. There was a nice picture released of um, the Queen and Prince Philip and Harry and then Meghan and Meghan's mother. Um, I quite enjoyed that. I thought it was nice. Yeah, it is. There was a good, uh, there was a good story on Pod Save the World where a ex-Obama um, official uh, was they were talking about when they meant Prince Harry and stuff and they, they got on rather well. Uh, but th- there was another story where um, this quite high-up um, Obama guy um, was on. He was at this posh party, and like Putin was there, and obviously it was Putin and uh, Obama were at each other's throats, and they were having a conversation at some party or do. At each other's um, throats, or just having a just, chat? Just having a chat, yeah, but yeah. because of heightened tensions, uh, the world's press was focusing on scene. You could feel the tension. Feel the tension. So everyone, they, they just started talking at this do, and so all of their um, I think I'm spads. Is it spads? Yeah, yeah special advisors. Yeah. yeah, and all the spads sort of ran over to sort of listen in to what these two men had to say, which is a really weird thing. They can't yeah. have any. Peace. Um, and then when that was finished, they were like, oh, crying out loud. And so this bloke went to the toilet and he was like, you know that you do that thing where at a party, you're trying to, un- you're not sure whether you can't figure out the toilet door situation. Yeah. Or there's someone in there. So you yeah. keep rattling, rattling, rattling. Open the door uh, after, and just gave, gave up. And then after 30 seconds, the Queen of England came out. <laughs> imagine, really? Imagine giving, oh. giving the Queen of England a, a rattle. <laughs> wow. But I guess where's the, where's the, Where's the Queen's, um, you know, uh, detail? Why are they not going? She, the Queen's having a shit. Do you mind? Yeah, but I Where's imagine the queen? the queen at some point. She seems like the kind of character would just be like, "Look, I understand the protocol. Yeah, be in the building. Queen, I've been Queen for sixty years. You're welcome to the outside. I'm going to the fucking toilet. Yeah, right. I don't need your help. All right. <laughs> the emissary of George is not going to stab me. And then the minute. Actually, I did, did help. Can you uh, come back in? <laughs> Man, that is actually incredible. So that's yeah. a, that's a great thread. Mm. Right, anyone listening? Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. Pete, you can have a think about it as well, and I'll do the same. What's the most surprising famous person you've ever seen in the toilet? I went. I was at a pretty fancy hotel bar in New York one year, uh, New Year's Eve, uh, and someone had done an absolute piss show in there before I got there. All really? over the That's seat. Disappointing. Unisex toilets as well. Piss everywhere. Piss all over the seat. And I'm going, you know what? I have in the past wiped up other people's effluvia, but I'm not going to do it now. I don't need a pee. I'm just going to wash my hands because I had um, sticky juice on it. Um, and when I came out, uh, Louis C.K. was walking in after me. And oh, he, did uh, he expose himself to you? He did not expose me. Exactly. The sort of story that was good about five years yeah, ago. You can't say it now. Yeah. Because really people are waiting for I really, right, I really, then what happened? I really oh, nothing. Let, I really, well, I really let Louis C.K. down there because there was piss all over the seat. And he must have thought that I'd done it. That's the problem. But now, I'm glad I didn't. I'm so, glad I didn't wipe it now. Can I just say, when I walk into a toilet and I encounter that situation, mm. I always clean it because mm. I'm terrified people are going to think yeah, it's yeah. me. That's, that's the Not problem. Not on this occasion. I had sticky hands. I couldn't be bothered. I watched a film last night. True Stories, the um, um, David Byrne directed um, Talking Heads um, 
non-fiction, uh, sorry, fiction film. Right, so there's, there's a documentary called Stop Making mm. Sense, which I've I think this seen. is made afterwards, so right, David okay. Byrne, buoyed by the success of that, uh, went on to make a fiction, a fictionalised uh, account of a small town in And Texas. you may ask yourself, why wouldn't I make a fiction version of this mm. film? And, uh, John How did Go- I get here? John Goodman uh, plays the lead. and uh, Underrated, John Goodman. It's very weird and very... Um, you sort of look at... I really like Tim and Eric and Eric Andre and all of the uh, kind of adult swim stuff. Um, and it, they really have taken their cue from stuff like that. And also the... Uh, performance outside of art is Poppy on YouTube. If you're not familiar with it, it's this young girl uh, who looks like a little pop stroll, um, and she speaks in a very syncopated kind of weird way. Do you like the internet? I like the internet. And it's all spooky and weird. What does syncopated mean? No particular rhythm, but a very musical rhythm sort of thing. Right, okay. Um, but, uh, sorry, a very particular rhythm yeah. and a musical rhythm, but she doesn't, she, it's just really fucking eerie. Yeah. Over and over again. Over okay. and over again. I like the internet. Like so it's it, almost like a simulator. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, was the film any good? Uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, it was way more watchable than I thought it was going to be. I, I quite like David Byrne. And I, and I quite like John Goodman. And I don't think he should be tarred with the mad political Roseanne Barr brush either. No. Well, he, he took that money. NBC um, relaunched it. and Was it NBC? I think it was NBC. Took Someone, that money. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is, though, Pete, if you and I have, have vastly political differences mm. and we have different opinions and in 15 years' time someone asks us to reform the Luke and Pete show, right. I'm still going to do it. Yeah, but I'm not expecting you to have a full-on internet meltdown and then maybe blame for it. But if you do do that, that's your problem, right? But the difference is, um, you can have political views, but when it goes into all black people are shit, yeah, like that's when you got to go. You know, what? I probably don't want to work with that so, person. So you, I, I don't want to be. T- I may get this massive payday, uh, and it's going to cost me money not to do this job. And I'll make it very clear that it's costing me a lot of money. But to you do this think job. That he knew that she was like that? Gosh, I'm, I mean, you're on set. You're on set a lot of the time. And, you're on you know, trailer though. Got your own trailer. Yeah. Where um, racism I, can't get in. I saw I saw a brilliant um I saw a brilliant um on set video of so did you know that um because Avengers now has finished, mm. but the Avengers, well, that partic- this particular cycle is finished, they they they've lifted the embargo on videos taken by the actors on set. Yes. So okay. one of the Chris's, they're all fucking called Chris. Yeah. One of the Chris's has released a few videos of them mucking around set. It's quite mm. funny because of the situation they're in. Mm. I saw a really good one. Um, you know the guy who plays Grey Worm in Game of Thrones? It's called Rally Ritchie. All right, okay, yeah. He's a... Um, I'm going to type in Grey Worm. He's a, um, he's a hip-hop artist. I think he's a rapper. And um, Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Oh, one of his songs is really fucking good. There's yeah. a video where he's in a lift. It's really I've not good. heard him. Yeah. I think he considers himself to be a singer-songrawriter first and foremost. Yeah. Probably he's got, a a good voice. got a good voice. And, and, <laughs> and but anyway, so he's doing this rap, right, mm. on this megaphone. Obviously, the director's megaphone or whatever. Mm. And there's, they're, they're changing the scene for or whatever, and there's downtime. And he's mm. rapping, right? And he's, he's brilliant. And then the camera pans around. It's just on a camera phone. And Missande, in full outfit, is dancing in the background. <laughs> it's just brilliant. It's just so funny. Oh. Um, Pete, I had a. Um, was that on Game of Thrones then? No, it's it's a um, it's an outtake of the Avengers, right? No, it's happening in the Avengers as well. They're doing that kind of stuff as well. But the right. one I saw particularly was about was Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones right? Okay. It's unrelated. I was just Phew. setting the scene. Okay, um, set that scene. I've got a little thing I found here. Um, on the, <laughs> do you want to touch gr- it? Little grey, <laughs> little grey worm. Yeah, um, it's called the unbelievable urban myth busting quiz. Now, okay. sometimes I like to set quizzes to you because I think the answers are invariably hilarious. Mm. And this one is eight questions about um, kind of like old wives' tales slash urban myths, things, you, things that may or may not be true that people just say. And I want you to answer them. Okay? Mm. You ready? Okay. One of eight. Number one. Mm. Watching TV up close is bad for your eyesight. 
Um, I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna say yes. You said that. That is true. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll find that at the end. You can boost your brain power by eating fish. No. Okay. But I mean, sure, these are emerging kind of like studies here in the Daily Mail, and it's just like uh, you some swallow- people say yes, some people say no. You'll find a study that'll say it's fine to really get your face right in a telly. You'll swallow eight spiders in your sleep over the course of your life. I'd say more. That's incorrect. More of them. Okay. You'll catch a cold if you go outside with wet hair. No. Though the, the, the Donaldson family definitely subscribes to that view. Yes, I think everyone does. Mm. Um, Red Sky at night, Shepherd's Delight. Red Sky in the morning, Shepherd's Warning. Right, why is this Why is this happening? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What's Shepherd's Delight? Have you not heard What's that? Shepherd's Warning? Have you not heard that? Of course I've heard that, but can I say yes and no to it? It doesn't make any sense. But is it true or not? Is what true? <laughs> Shepherd's Delight. Well, it just basically means that if it's a Red Sky at night, it's going to be nice weather the next day. If it's Red Sky in the morning, it's going to be bad weather. I just yeah, but shepherds delight as a as a phrase. I'm gonna think maybe from, for that one. No, if I came down from from heaven <laughs> with my own. That is son, what you came from. With, yeah, and and sort of went right. This is how English language works. Shepherds delight. Yeah, the shepherds gonna be delighted that I don't know why. Sounds like a sex move. Sounds like a sex move. Um, eating cheese before bed gives you nightmares. Um, nah. Well, then again, it might give you. Good, I've had kooky dreams on cheese but again I don't think not enough studies have been done on them because they're spurious ridiculous studies that only get sponsored by travel companies what are you saying no okay uh, penultimate one cows napping is a sign that rain is on the no way. not having that one either and the final one carrots help you see in the dark though actually if you think about it I get sleepy when it's a bit warm and close yeah so maybe cows who spend all of their time outside Probably do feel a bit so like it's definitely sleepy it's if, definitely it's, if if the temperature raises by a couple of centimeters, but by a couple of uh, degrees. It's, it's definitely un, it's definitely believable that an animal of some description would be able to detect changes in atmosphere yeah. and pressure and stuff. Yeah. You've already said no. Now carrots help you see in the dark. Uh, I don't know. I'll know. Okay. All right. You um, got four out of eight. All right. Okay. You were wrong. Where on you get, four. I mean, where are you getting these shitty little quizzes um, from? <laughs> Apparently, TV, 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 watching TV close up doesn't hurt you your eyes. Right, hang on. So if you um, put your face right, so real HDR, bright light, and you put your face right next to it, that and and you do it for hours on end, that is in no way going to damage your eyes uh, by making them drier, just from the heat, just from the radiation. Not according, not according to this quiz, Pete. I, I just quiz think you, I just think, I just don't trust your internet uh, snopsing. And you're incorrect. You're incorrect about the fish because omega omega three vitamins found in oily fish increase the uh, flow of blood to your brain. Mm. You were incorrect about um, the red sky at night, and you were also incorrect about. Uh, cheese. No one's definitively proved that eating cheese will cause nightmares. There have been studies that say it can bring on extremely vivid dreams. Mm. Um, we'll call that a chunk of brie before bed research. Then they're having a bit of fun there. I, they're having a bit of fun. This there. is a this is a science done by the um, by a scientist that has been given hundred quid by Take a Break magazine. It's actually the children's part of the BBC website. So right, the joke's exactly. on you. So there we go. <laughs> so the joke's there we on go. you there. Should we have a little break and then do some emails? We've got some good ones this week. Bloody hell! I can't wait for one of them. How can people get involved if they want to get Oh, involved? hello at lukeandpeteshow.com to email in. And um, we, we, we'll read every single one of them. We might not read them all out, but we read every single one of them. So do email in. If you've ever thought to yourself, do you know what? I'm going to email about that. And um, you never got around to it. Now is the time, damn it. Compile it on your phone and send it using your iPhone. There's no excuse. Lovely. 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. She's going to report me for saying bugger, you know. Oh, just wait till I see your mother. You're in real trouble. Oh, I say, well, if you're going to go and see her, then tell her this bugger-shaped fuck she fucking sphincter. Julian Assange. Never, go, never goes for C. No. That was his deposition. I like that he gets to sphincter. Yeah. As quite high up in the list of yeah. swear words. If I said to you, satisfying. If I said to you, blurt out 10 swear words straight away, mm. not getting to sphincter. No. I got, it's no. not even a swear word, is it? No, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy it, though. It's a very enjoyable word to say, sphincter. Um, Anos Anos Sphincter um, What were we saying Adam? Syncopated Syncopated Sphincter Good band Good band um, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit so, so syncopated I didn't explain it very well It's basically It's in a rhythm But they they swap the notes or They swap the beats around effectively Does that make sense? I'm just going to Google I'm just going to Google, Google it, it Google yeah, it Yeah you do an email All Where right. I find okay. out what syncopated right, means Because I think there's people Screaming at their headphones yeah. right now I just don't want emails about it Because we could do with emails about this uh, Tim Vanderhoek uh, Tim Hello Tim uh, Regarding the continuing discussion Oh this uh, is about the dolphin Yeah Yes V of E dolphins And their question levels of intellect May I submit the following to the debate Essentially uh, There is a tale of a woman While trying to teach dolphins To speak An ultimate futile attempt Came into contact With a particular amorous male dolphin Called Peter She's a scientist Not just a woman right Yeah Yeah um, not, are you saying she's not a woman because she's a scientist? No, I'm saying that. It, are you trying to say there's there's enough women in science? Is that what you're saying? It's not a comment about gender. What right. it's a comment on is it might be a bit odd for a random person just to walk up and go, I'm going to teach that dolphin how to speak. It's important <laughs> to stress this is for scientific research. Well, not a great pupil. Peter Wood, in the words of his tutor, rub himself on my knee, on my foot, on my hand, or whatever, and I allowed that. I wasn't uncomfortable with that as long as it wasn't too rough. The sit- <laughs> The situation soon advanced to the point where he wasn't learning at all, and in order to help his focus, the researcher began to relieve his desires manually. Mm. It would just become part of what was going on, like an itch. Just get rid of that, scratch it, and we'll be uh, done, and we can move on. Um, I have a similar working practice in many ways. I know. Uh, now, I am not a marine biologist, but I put to you that a dolphin can, without the aid of language or intoxicants, convince a human to give it a hand job, uh, a feat I can only pull off with frustrating irregularity. <laughs> it must have a fairly high degree of emotional intelligence at the very least. Yeah. Um, Tim, um, I, would, uh, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah, and, um, and sadly, that I believe that dolphin, whose name was Peter, um, I think went on to commit suicide. <laughs> Why are you actually? Is that true? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Well, how think, did he manage to commit suicide? And um, how do you even know? Well, this, my, the Thanks late, for all the wanks. The he science, left a suicide note. The scientist in question said to the Guardian, um, she got a phone call years later saying that um, Peter the dolphin had committed suicide. Yeah. So this, is in the, this is in the story. 1960s. It's a really weird story. I, Such a weird story. First of all, it's and, tragic. I, and also, committing suicide, what did he do? Just beach himself? Like, there's only one way a dolphin can commit suicide. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. I don't know how, how, how it did it. Can't hang a dolphin. It doesn't have a neck. Yeah. Where's he going to get pills from? Or a gun? Yeah. It can't, it can't use a gun. There's no way you're getting a fin in this sort of trigger. Overeating? I don't know. I did, you, there's only one way. You beach yourself and you just, you know. He probably came on land for another handy. <laughs> He was on the lookout. He's cruising. He was on shore leave. Um, do you remember? Um, 
remember uh, there was um, do you remember there was an animal rights activist arrested for uh, indecency <laughs> oh, with a dolphin. God. That is so good. It was in it was back in the nineties, and I remember <laughs> and I remember the story um, vividly. Animal rights activist Alan Cooper, I'm reading this from a news website, the Herald Scotland, uh, was yesterday cleared of a charge of indecency with Freddy the Friendly Dolphin. A lot of this going on pre, you know, 2000. Yeah. uh, Pre-millennium. Yeah. Uh, Animal rights activist Alan Cooper was uh, cleared of a charge of indecency with Freddy the Friendly Dolphin. And then he announced a plans for a uh, celebration swim with him. That's weird. Just, uh, cheers rang out from the packed public gallery at Newcastle upon Time Crown Court. It was a big story in the northeast um, that this man. I'm had... just, I'm just in my mind. I've just got a picture of Peter <laughs> Dolphin and the bollocks like that big. Just saying, <laughs> uh, someone please, Blue yeah, bullbots. <laughs> Pete, yeah. syncopation, music, a shifting of the normal accent, usually by stressing the normally unaccented beats. What was this? Oh, syncopation. I was yeah. into. Uh, I got there in the end, didn't I? Yeah, um, it's kind of what you said. Mr. Cooper, a self-employed gardener of Welbeck Street, Gorton in Manchester, uh, he had pleaded not guilty to a charge of out- outraging public decency by masturbating Freddie's penis while swimming with him in the harbour. <laughs> God's sake. It was normal for the dolphins. Uh, Mr. Cooper denied the charge, claiming it was normal for the dolphin's penis to be exposed while people swam with him and that he came into contact with, uh, contact with it accidentally. All oh, right. I will continue. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I have suffered I have suffered after the verdict he said I have suffered severe mental anguish during the past year I will continue my mission to see that the cap- captive dolphins of Flamingo Land and Windsor are returned to the national nat- natural home uh, in, in the open sea because uh, Flamingo Land's a big part of like the northeast child's psyche um, because but it's, there's it's one at Windsor a... I thought you said the only one was in the northeast I think it's Flamingo Land and Windsor is, is, I think it's called that maybe I don't know okay. maybe maybe Windsor I don't know um, but maybe there are some dolphins in Windsor as well so yeah I feel like we've done this thing we sometimes do on this show. We've opened up a real can of a Pandora's box here. Do you know what I mean? Not worms. Why, why are more people than I ever expected masturbating dolphins? During the trial, the defence claimed that the people who complained had been encouraged to do so by Mr. Peter Bloom, manager of the Dolphinarium at Flamingo Land in North Yorkshire. He had acted as a backstreet driver, backseat driver in a uh, bid to smear Mr. Cooper because of campaigns against dolphins being kept in captivity. That's an interesting technique. Yeah. You own a lot of fucking dolphins. <laughs> if you don't release, release those dolphins, I want to wank every single one of them off. <laughs> no, no. He, that's the thing, though. He, the guy owns the dolphins. Some guy's coming at him going, you need to fucking release those dolphins because they're beautiful creatures that should, they belong in the sea, not at Flamingo Land. All right, fucking dolphin. You wanked off my dolphin. Yeah. yeah. It's a really weird defense. Yeah. It's like Elon Musk and the, and the, and the accused pedo minor. minor. No, uh, but yeah, that was very odd. It was the a, caving rescue guy, yeah. the pedo submarine guy. Yeah, him. but then it was revealed that um, they'd given the kids to calm them down, to get them out, uh, to regulate their, their, their heart and, and to calm them down as they were, you know, obviously a very traumatic, traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah. They get them in. Story gets worse. Yeah. What a world we live in, eh? Yeah. I don't think that, that shouldn't be happening. What, that what, shouldn't be what, happening. What have they you shouldn't got? have got in that cave. So, okay, so we've got the whole team there. We're going to rescue these kids and everything. There's scientists and doctors yeah. and that. What have you got? I've got this wrap of K in my back pocket. It's a bit soggy because I've been in a cave. Just give them Just that. Give them that shouldn't yeah. be happening. Should them, not be happening. I don't want to be in a K-hole. I'm all in a... <laughs> I'm all in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was the right K-hole. No, you yeah. were. No, seriously, I was. And yeah. um, what about this then from uh, Nick in South Shields? Mm. He says, following a brief mention by the emailer who saw his mate's tooth knocked out in the last episode, I was reminded of something that never fails to confuse me. I am from the Kent slash Greater London border in Bromley, but now I live in South Shields in the northeast. Every time I tell people up here what the game is called, where you knock on a front door and run away before the knock was answered, 
Everybody falls about laughing. What did you used to call that? Nicky Ducky Nine Dolls. Okay. I called it Knock Door Run. Right. Okay. The reason is that down my way growing up, we always called that game Knock Down Ginger. Yeah. But everybody up here calls it Knocky Nine Doors. Yeah, Nicky Knocky Nine Doors. Please tell me I'm not going mad and that other people also call it Knock Down Ginger or indeed, can you ask people what they called it in their corner of the world? The emailer in question called the game Knock and Run, which is also a new one on me. So we call it Knock Door Run down the South Coast. Mm. Nicky Knocky Nine Doors. That's Nicky weird. Knocky Nine Doors. Uh, it'll be I like don't know Tag. Where, no, did you call it Tag or Tig or what? Uh, tig, Tig. Yeah, tig. we called it Tag. Did you call it, um, there was a variation of the game called Block. Block Sticker, Block Sticker, one, two, three. A little bit like that, where you had to get back to home base on TIG. It was like kind of like hide-and-seek, but you had to get back to the base before that person could find you. I found that. I, I would very much like to play that game again, because it's fun. Yeah? Yeah. That, might, that, be bit, one might be of, a bit odd. One of my, I think one of my cherished kind of um, memories from my, my, my childhood was definitely playing Block. I, the tension yeah. of being Did found, you... and then when you get found, it's a race back to the base. Yeah. And if you beat that person back, you You, you, you know, release everyone else, right? No, no, you're out of the game then. Like, you're, if, okay. if they get back, if the so, if the guy who's counting, if he gets back before you, you're out of the game. Or if he sees you and gets back and tags you out, you're gone. Yeah, I find it all fast. I've, I've found that game incredibly uh, tense exciting. and exciting. Um, Did you used to play kick, of, the, kick the can? Kick the can. No, no, so no. basically, you, you wouldn't be a can, it'd be a football, but you'd put no. a football in the centre of the bit and then someone would be it. Mm. And then you'd get someone else to kick the ball as far as they could. Right. And then when the guy or girl was going to get the ball, You'd hide. Okay. They put the ball back in the spot, and then they come and find you. And if they found you, as soon as they saw you, they got to run back to the ball. And if they touched the ball, you're out, and you're in like prison basically. Yeah. But if you got back before them and booted the ball again, they could all be released. Ah, that's cool. Oh, that's just a variation of block. I think. Yeah, yeah, for some reason it's yeah, called nice. kick the can though. Um, but there's loads of ones like um, uh, croggy. Uh, well, like, that's just when you're on someone's crossbar, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, or or a back. Like, uh, is it called it a backy down there? Yeah. Don't they? Uh, call, we used to get a croggy or a backy. Croggy yeah. or a backy. Yeah. Um, there is um, variations of um, uh, knockouts. I think it's called, it's called cuppy down here. Cuppy. No, we used to call it knockout well, Wembley. Knockout Wembley. Yeah. yeah. I used to love knockout. Um, okay, what did you used to call it up there? We should have a register kind of day of games. That'd be great. Mm. Wouldn't it? What did you used to call it up there when um, one of your mates wanked uh, off a dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winky wanky nine doors. <laughs> um, what about this? Oh well, yeah. One thing I should say as a point of admin, actually, is I put a call out, an emotional call on Monday, right, um, for people to put my mind at rest that I hadn't made up a brand of cider in my youth called Graphite. <laughs> Loads of people got in touch. Um, Tom from Reading said he, he could buy you could buy Graphite in, in Reading, although he hasn't stipulated about whether you can still buy it. Uh, and Mark said this, there's something of a, white cider, of a white cider connoisseur in my youth. <laughs> I can confirm that Graphite was widely available as far south as my hometown of Plymouth. Not only that, but there are a wide range of brands who boldly defied the traditional naming scheme of the word white, followed by something, the name of something white, mm. as in white lightning. Best among these were Ice Dragon. Ice Dragon. And the nice. intriguingly named Three Hammers. Three Hammers. Whereas um, there was also one called Polaris, which oh, is... Inc- you're going to get hammered, are you? I'm going to get Three hammers. hammers. yeah. Sadly, after indulging, uh, overindulging one night out, the next morning I found that just a smell of white cider was enough to, now, enough to make me feel sick. I never recovered a taste for it, and so a promising career as a sommelier for hobos was cut short. <laughs> That's from Mark. I, I'd love to know if you're out there and you, and you um, know of what kind of ciders are around now. Um, what the kids are drinking these days? Because God, I've, not, I've not seen graphite for twenty years. No, I went to I went to a posh. Uh, it used to be in a, it was in a public toilet, and they basically did out they did out one of those old kind of Victorian public toilets, 
Um, yeah. And they... Someone um, was wiping bread around the toilet. <laughs> oh, dirty. And they'd made a posh cocktail bar in Kentish Town and they'd actually made like a strongbow, um, like a distilled strongbow kind of cocktail huh. in a can of strongbow. Like a, so, they'd, so they'd open the cocktail. People hate you. Just drink the fucking, just drink the bow, mate. <laughs> I used to so drink they, bow so, all the well, time. Well, so they'd distill the, um, still the pear, apple cider or whatever to its, to like a sticky kind of thing and then they'd put ingredients into that and then they put it back into the can right. and you drink it out of the can and a paper bag couple of fag that's yeah, really pretentious wank. and actually quite snobby yeah. and I, I just liked that there was a time in my life where I wouldn't drink Strongbow because it was too expensive <laughs> I mean that's basically yeah. the reason yeah that is awful isn't it that yeah. is awful um, let's finish off with this um, although I haven't got it actually because you've already read it I was going to oh, read out the sorry, dolphin email. you got one left um, I think I've got one someone here do, 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 do. the wrong notes Hang on. For the uh, synopsis while you're doing that, Pete. Oh, yeah. No, actually, to be honest, I um, had down the old, uh, your um, your graphite email. All right, good. So I'm absolutely ruined. All right, I've fine. ruined that. I've absolutely fucked We've it. We've come to the end of our time anyway. Well, to be honest, I was pushing my luck a little bit, trying to squeeze a little bit more out of it ahead of the oh, weekend. Okay, right. But, you know, we don't have to do that. Um, have a great weekend, guys. That was episode 166 of the Luke and Pete show mm. on Thursday. What is it? The 9th of May today. The 9th. Uh, have a lovely weekend. We're running out of emails a little bit. Get involved, guys. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Mm. Do get involved, and um, we'll catch up with you again again soon. Have a great one. See you on Monday. All right then. This was a Radio Staccato production. 